It's Pastor Maria Murphy. Glad to be here with you today. Come on in as you come in. Uh, say hello so I can greet you. Hallelujah. God bless you today. Praise God. We serve an awesome and wonderful Father. Amen. He's so good. He's so true. He's so kind. He's so patient. I thank God for his patience with me. <laughs> I, he's been so patient with me. I thank him that he is long suffering. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank God for his compassion and his great kindness. You know, he's not just patient and lets us know about it. You ever say I'm being patient with someone, but you're just miserable to them. <laughs> he's not. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. So as you come in, say hello. Uh, glad to be with you this week. I uh, missed y'all last week, but I know you were in good hands. Uh, Miss Nation did such a wonderful job. And I know that uh, those of you who joined, you were blessed. I know you got something uh, out of prayer. I know prayer was answered, uh, that it was just a wonderful time together. I was able to join uh, here and there and then uh, went back and watched. So thank you uh, for joining Miss Nasha last week. I thank her for uh, doing such an outstanding job. Hallelujah. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. God is with us. Amen. He is in us and he is for us. Uh, I just thank the Lord for those that he's joined us to. It's such a blessing uh, to be able to partner and uh, co-labor together with Jesus, you know, in the power of the Holy Spirit uh, and with brothers and sisters of like precious faith. It's such an awesome thing. Good morning, Ivan. God bless you today. Uh, Nisha, I see you're watching. Uh, I don't know if we got that comment situation figured out, but good morning to you. Just was telling the folks, thank you for uh, for them joining you last week. And uh, thank you again uh, for all that you did uh, on here, uh, you know, with prayer and everything leading. Just outstanding job. And so we thank you for that. Good morning, Donna. God bless you. Uh, I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Amen. And grateful for this time together to pray. Uh, I was reading this morning. Uh, the, in, in my reading, the Lord has directed me to just study Jesus and uh, not to study him like I have and what he's done like I have in the past to admire, you know, to admire him and to appreciate him because, oh, I do. I admire and I appreciate him and all that he's done and all that he continues to do. But to study Jesus based on what he said in John chapter 14 about greater works than these will you do to those who believe in him. Good morning, Quadwo. God bless you today. And so I was studying uh, this morning uh, in obedience to the Lord. And this is what he has uh, me doing. And I was reading in John chapter 12. Uh, in John chapter 12, uh, it talks about uh, Jesus telling the crowd that he doesn't, he started out saying in verse 49 and 50 that he doesn't speak on his own authority, but that he, he doesn't make up his own words, but that good morning, Joanne, God bless you today. Uh, but that he, um, says what the Lord tells him to say and how he tells him to say it. 
And so then he said, um, because I know that his commands and what he says always leads to uh, eternal life. And so he said, so I, I listened. So I got out of that, that God will tell me what to say and how to say it. Um, when I yield my heart and my uh, mouth to him. And this only happens with continual fellowship, which is what Jesus had with the Father. And then uh, in John chapter uh, uh, 5, you see that after Jesus healed uh, the man on the Sabbath day, that the crowd got very angry uh, because of their religious you know, traditions. And he said something in verse 17. He said, my father is always working. He's always working. Uh, one translation says, the passion says, every day my father is at work. And so this tells me, you know, because again, I'm studying Jesus because in John chapter 14, he said greater works than these. Well, there's no sense in trying to figure out what the greater works is until I've actually done the works, <laughs> right? Greater comes after great uh, and, and works is first. So I'm studying the works he did. And he said also of himself that uh, in, in John chapter five, after he said, my father is working every day. Then in verse 19, he said, and I can't do anything by myself of my own accord. I only do what I see my father do. And so Jesus didn't just hear what God told him. He saw what the father did. And now when we say here, we've got to remember, we're talking about our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes. So his spiritual ears hear, and he says what he hears and how he hears it. And then he, he sees with his spiritual eyes. He said, my father shows me everything he is doing. And then he says, in fact, the father will show me even greater works to do. So it's the father that will show us the greater works to do. But first, I got to study the works that he did and not just to admire them as I have in the past and say, wow, Jesus is amazing because he is. <laughs> He's truly amazing. But Jesus wants to be amazing in you and I, through you and I. And so he said, greater works than these. Do you know it's time for those greater works to manifest? And we as believers and, and, and children of God who are growing every day in him and maturing every day in him, we don't live by miracle to miracle. That is not his best for us to live. Oh, he's the God of miracles. We know he is. And we love to see his miracles in our life. But he's empowered us to live a life. Uh, let's see, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22, he tells us to do what he says. He said, uh, uh, keep my words before you uh, day and night and do what it says. Because he said, they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. And so when it comes to health and healing, we put the word in and that gives us our health and healing. We should not do anything. We should not uh, have to live by uh, continual miracles for healing. That's, we should not have to. And so uh, 
We shouldn't have to live by that. Every day, every day, I need a miracle, I need a miracle. And that's not how a, a maturing child of God lives. We love to see it because we there are instances where we need a miracle. But you know who needs to live to see miracles? The world. They need to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Uh, because that is, that's, and, and it's going to be done through the church. Uh, also, uh, we don't need to, we don't live by evidence. I love evidence. I see evidence. I thank God for evidence of what he's done in my life. But that's not how a growing child of God lives. We live by faith. But the world, guess what? They live by evidence. They need to see some evidence, especially our younger generation. This younger generation needs to see evidence that God is real because the world is showing them evidence that he's not. And so it's time for the greater works to manifest through you and I right? It's time. So we've got to study Jesus and see what he did so he could do it. So that's what I've been doing and, and, and just working that word in my heart and preparing my heart for these greater works. And so, uh, the, he's telling him it's about doing what you see the father doing. And so you have to have a real close relationship with him to see what he's doing and to see the works that he's doing uh, and, and to, to hear him uh, to tell you. And one thing that I noticed about Jesus, and I, I, in 1 Peter 5, it tells us to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord. And Jesus never took the glory for himself. And so... Uh, if we look and study Jesus, we'll stay humble because when, when greater works start manifesting at your hands, by your hands, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, there's opportunity and many great men and women uh, had this happen. God used them for a long period of time and then they start to, you know, not be humble. And then it stopped and, and, and some got into sin, some died early, some had some horrible diseases. I mean, these are great men and women uh, of God that we read about. And so staying humble, Jesus stayed humble. And so we ought to remember that as we study him. I, I, he's such an example of First Peter 5. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he will exalt you. Look at what Jesus, he was exalted. The name above all names was given to him. And, and so he, he, he knew about being humble. He made himself of no reputation. He said, it doesn't matter if I get any credit for any of this. I just want to do the will of my father. And that is the cry of our hearts. Amen. That is the cry of our hearts. And so I ended this morning on uh, something that I'm going to pick up when I get off of here. But the first thing Jesus did was he showed up. <laughs> he showed up, but he didn't show up bringing his hands like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> what am I here? He always showed up with purpose and with intention. <laughs> 
He was on the scene with purpose and intention. Even his showing up had purpose in it. You never read a verse saying, and Jesus, you know, showed up at this house and he wasn't sure why he was there. He always was there with purpose. He didn't go where God didn't tell him to go, right? He went where God told him to go. His father told him to go there. So he went and he knew he was there for a purpose. We should show up everywhere we go with purpose. We should show up because if I'm there, I'm there for a reason. Amen. Yeah, I may be doing my grocery shopping, but I have a bigger purpose. I have a bigger purpose. And if I'll keep my heart open to that bigger purpose, to that, and I stay intentional about hearing him and seeing him. It said he told the crowd in John chapter, I, I believe it was the first uh, chapter I was reading. Uh, he told them, you're, you're deaf to hearing the father and you're blind to his vision. And you don't have his word living in you. That's why you're, you're against what I'm doing. He told them that you're deaf to hearing his voice. You always have been, and you're blind to seeing his vision. And I don't want to be that person. I wrote that in my, in my notebook. I am not that person. No, I, I, I see clearly what he shows me and I hear clearly what he tells me. Amen. Are you that individual? Glory to God. Good morning, mom. God bless you today. Glory to God. So we, we keep our eyes and our ears open to him, even in our time of prayer. Amen. What he, and, and when I say ears and eyes, don't automatically think of these two ears on the side of your head, right? And don't think of your eyes here. I think sometimes we think that. So we're waiting for God to speak to me. God does not speak to us here in our mind up here. God speaks to us down in our hearts. That's where his word comes up from. The devil bombards our mind. God's not that way. He works with our spirit, our inward man. And so keep that in mind. When I say hear him and see him, I'm talking about with your spiritual eyes. You can become so skillful in seeing him and recognizing his voice and hearing him and allowing him to lead you. We become skillful in that the more we practice that. Amen. In, the more I sit with my, you know, my book <laughs> and listen to him and read the word and write what he tells me. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go before him this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Father. Oh, Father, we love you today. We love you today. We magnify you today. We trust in you. We acknowledge who you are. We acknowledge who you are. You are our heavenly Father, the one who takes care of us, the one who <laughs> suffers long and is kind to us. You are love. You are love. And you show us you, love, every day of our lives, every day. You're so patient with us. I think about the times that I get frustrated with individuals who just aren't stable or steady 
with you. They start so strong and then they fall away. They fall off so quick, so easily distracted by the world and by the things of the world. And then, you know, they come back and, and they'll do okay for, I get so frustrated, but you're showing me that you love them and you're consistent in your love for them. Even when we do the same, it may not show as much as it does on others because we're still showing up, but sometimes our hearts are not connected to whatever it is that we're showing up for. And so thank you for that correction. Thank you for that correction. <laughs> so we can't be frustrated with anybody because you are not. That is not your way. And we desire to do things according to your way and your word. And so thank you for that. Thank you for showing light on that today. And so I repent, Father God, for the times that I've, I've been there. My body has been there, but my heart was far, far from that place. And so I thank you. I repent of that today. I receive your correction in that. And I repent for being frustrated with those individuals who just don't show up. <laughs> they're doing what their heart, <laughs> they're where their heart has them. And so I, I, I administer grace the way you're administering grace to me and the way you're teaching me and the way you're showing me and correcting me. And so I do the same. I walk in love with every single one. I walk in love. I choose love. We choose love today. We choose love, Father, for those who walk differently than we do, who, whose race doesn't quite look like ours, <laughs> and who the outside appearance, it doesn't look like they're getting closer to you. We administer grace to them. We don't judge, but we administer grace to them today. And Father, I thank you that you help us to be a good example even in the way we love others and we love them and we show your love to them. And so I thank you for you, for who you are, being a loving and gracious father and that you're teaching us your ways. Your ways are so much higher than our ways. They are. They're so much higher, even in this thing this morning that you're showing us, they're so much higher than our ways so much higher. And so we come up, we come up higher. We receive your correction, your instruction, your teaching. We come up, Father God, we come up in your way of thinking. We align our thinking to the way you think. And you know my heart as a pastor, you know my heart. And so I thank you, my concern for those that you've put in our house. And so I thank you, Father, for your love that is in us, each and every one of us. And I set that example today and I walk in love. I walk in love. I humble myself under your mighty hand. And I thank you, Father, that because I do, that I have a whole congregation who does as well, because we aren't better than anybody else. We thank you, Father, that we are members of the body of Christ. We are fitly joined together and every joint supplies. We receive your abundant supply 
so we can supply. And so we receive that abundant supply of love that is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And we exercise that love towards any individual, Father God, that maybe we've looked at differently. We've not seen them through your perspective. And we've gotten frustrated. We, we're, we're wondering what is going on. I don't understand. Why aren't they doing what they know they're supposed to do? They're in trouble again. You know, and here they go calling me again. Yeah, uh-uh. We, we exercise and we administer grace to them today. We release the care of any individual who we've been frustrated with or who we have looked at not from your perspective. We release the care of that individual on you today. We put them in your hands. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder. Thank you for that reminder. In first Peter five, right before, uh, right after it says to humble yourself, it says to cast all your cares on you, <laughs> to cast them all on you because you care for us. <laughs> I love your reminders. So we do that today. We humble ourselves we acknowledge that uh, you are the only judge. You are the only one. You're the only one. And Jesus said he, he, he judges rightly. He said when he hears, he decides. He said the father tells me this and then I discern, I decide how to judge. <laughs> and so he said, so you can rest assured that my judgments are right. Because I'm hearing, I'm discerning, and I'm judging. And so we don't do that. That's not our job. You didn't call us to do that. You take care of that for us. So we put every individual, every family member, every friend, every foe <laughs> in your hands today. We put ourselves in your hands today. We humble ourselves. We don't see ourselves any higher than anybody else. No one else. We see ourselves as part of your body. We're not better than that part. We're not better than that denomination. We're not better than that other individual. We're not better than anybody. But Father, in your hands, we're all the same. We're all the same. You love us all the same. And so we press into you. We press into you today. And we receive your forgiveness today if, if that's what's needed. And we receive your instruction, your correction, and your guidance because we want to be used by you in a greater capacity. And so we remove all those hindrances. That's what we're doing today. Removing anything that's hindering us from being used by you for greater works. We're removing all of those hindrances today. So thank you for shining the light on it. We receive your correction today and we're strengthened by it. We're I'm so strengthened by it, Father. I thank you for showing us your way, which is always the right way. And we walk in your path. We walk in your forgiveness. We walk in your love. We walk in your grace. And I thank you, Father, that we are ministers of reconciliation today. And because we forgive and love, we can reconcile. And so I thank you, Father. That's what you've called us to do. And I thank you that we've been empowered to do it well. In Jesus' name, 
empowered to do it well. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I pray for every single one who has joined us today, who will join us in, in the future. I just pray, Father God, that you will continue to work in them, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. It's a willingness. As you work in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure, you're putting that will in us. We're aligning to your will. We're aligning to your will so we can do what you desire for us to do. So it's that part of our mind, uh, that choice that we make, our, 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 our emotions, our way of thinking, we surrender that to you. We surrender our thinking to you right now. We surrender our thoughts to you right now. The things that we turn over in our mind, we give them to you. We surrender any thought that doesn't align with your word or your will. We surrender that thought to you in the name of Jesus. We surrender all of our thoughts we want them to align with you, to think only thoughts that are pleasing to you, Father God. We surrender our mind, our will, our emotions. We surrender those to you and we align with your heart. We align with your will. We align with your plan. And when we show up, we show up with purpose. We show up with intention. We show up anywhere we go today. We show up purposed by you. We have a greater purpose here on this earth. So whether we're grocery shopping, whether we're in line at the bank, whether we're in traffic, no matter where we are, we are here for a greater purpose. And we ask that you reveal that to us, Father. In that moment, we'll listen, we'll see, we'll hear what you desire for us to do, what you desire for us to say, and how to say it. And Father, we'll just obey. We'll obey. And I thank you for the greater works that are manifesting in our lives, all to the glory of God, our Father. In Jesus' name, all for your glory, all for your glory, all for your glory. We operate at a level of power that the world and demonstration that the world has never seen, all to the glory of God, our Father all to the glory of God our Father. That should be our confession, that we, we operate in a, a level of power and in a level of demonstration that the world has never seen, all to the glory of God the Father. And we gotta make sure we put that in there because we wanna do 1 John 5. And that is not how we natural human beings, our flesh is wired. Our flesh is wired to be celebrated. Our, think about everything that you're seeing in the world. Everybody wants to be acknowledged. They want to be recognized. They want to be celebrated. They want to be, uh, they want you to see them. Everybody, that's what our flesh craves. And so we've got to renew our mind that when we are used by the Lord, it's not for us to be celebrated. Not to, for us to be recognized. 
It's not for us to get accolades, but it's for him to receive glory. And it's for his kingdom to advance here on this earth until he comes and for his coming until all have heard he, he till that last one. I'm here till that last one hears till that last one hears. <laughs> that is our mission till the last one hears. We're supporting any work that's working with those last ones. Amen. That's what I want to do in this last day. I want to fund that last one hearing. <laughs> I want to know who that last one is that will hear. And so that trumpet sounds and we can get on up out of here. Amen. But we've got to renew our minds because our flesh, we are created to be celebrated. And there's nothing wrong with celebrating our spouse and celebrating, you know, the achievements that we've done. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to the greater works and when it comes to God working in and through us, we got to renew our minds that it's not about us being celebrated. We, he's just been really, really telling me this. And whenever he tells me this, it's because something's coming. Amen. It's he's preparing me for something. And so I'm telling you, he's preparing you for something. And so just be very mindful very mindful to give glory to God. Amen. For the things, anything spiritual that you accomplish, uh, anything physical too. I can't accomplish anything without him. I am not that smart without Jesus. <laughs> I thank God that he's given me the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Show up with purpose today. Show up with purpose and know that he is working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hallelujah. God bless you. I 